Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, if Chase Elliott says you do this, then NASCAR, you better do it or you better not. We'll get to that story. How you doing, man? Statman, Crash Gladys, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, NASCAR wrapping up in Bristol last night. We got Ron Caps, NHRA Funny Car Champion, big time winner this year in his uh, funny car owned Napa driving extravaganza. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. A huge two hours. Where the hell is F1, Freak Nation? We'll get to that. Well, we sure spent a lot of time talking about Formula One the first three or four months of this year. We hadn't talked crap. Well, when Max Verstappen runs away with it, and half of the world is pissed at that because, well, (laughs) some even think he shouldn't have a super license. It's just, yeah, that's... Hmm. So much for that reality show bump. Hey, what one thing that Chase Elliott was talking about is something that's going on right now that from September through February, we deal with it every Sunday night. NASCAR deals with it as well. And of course, it's the National Football League. That's a big, big story. We're going to get to that. But one of the things that I was thinking about today, and there's no wonder my mom and dad felt sorry for me. I'm born and raised in Dallas, but I had I. I I picked with the freaking Detroit Lions in the 70s. I was a fan of the Lions, of all teams. Not the Brown stat, man, but the freaking Lions. And they <laughs> sucked so bad, but I stuck with them. I stuck. And you my, picked them because your brother's high school, they were the Lions, right? Yes. But, I mean, stat, man, you got yeah. two children. Uh, Richie, you wish you had three children. Crash, you have one. <laughs> Poor Henley. She's a Cardinals yeah. fan. And the first half of that game today... Um, if there was a proverbial ledge for eight-year-olds to at least trip <laughs> off, she would have been right there on the edge because of that GDM game. What, what do we stat? What do we do yeah. as parents? How do we bring our children back from the ledge of supporting crap box owned teams? How do we do that, stat? Let them cheer for the Cleveland Browns, and they'll be so frustrated they won't want to deal with anything, and they won't have to worry about the NFL anymore. So you're saying it could be worse? Uh, no, not really. It couldn't. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> it could not be worse. Oh uh, well, I, I went. You know, I threw that on Statman. I thought he'd give me some just some sage advice from the years that he's been on this planet. But uh, he sends me to the freaking Browns. My poor daughter. Again, the the Cardinals have just a really crap box owner in the Bidwell. Oh, the yeah. Bidwell with Michael Bidwell. He got us a new stadium. He got us a who I don't no, he didn't. Glendale got you the new stadium. Glend the Glendale residents, the Phoenix residents, they're paying for that new freaking stadium. So all of you who support NFL crappy NFL owner, listen, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't I don't like 96% of my what my general manager owner does, Jerry Jones. Today they beat the freaking hapless 0 and 2 Cincinnati Bengals, the new team that Statman hopped on board at least la- last year. God, <laughs> you see what I mean? Just let her cheer for the Cleveland Browns, and she won't have to worry about the NFL ever again in life. 
So bad. The bottom line, though, I was doing some racing wrap up on my computer on the couch with her during the first half of the Raiders Cardinals game. And I kept looking at her and saying, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you have to go through this. Kenny, you even came downstairs at one point. Babe, I'm sorry. And she looked at me and I'm like, whoa, if this isn't like role reversal or not. She looked at me and said, Mom, there's still a second half. Anything can happen. And I'm like, okay. I had already given up, but I'm like, all right. Thank you, Miss Eight-Year-Old. So where's that audio of Crash listening to the Indiana Hoosiers basketball? (laughs) I have a feeling. Massive comeback. Yeah, I have a feeling, Stat, that we might have a version a second version of that with Henley with Henley uh, <laughs> right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook live, all of other v- video platforms, uh, you're seeing me clench my fist. She had that fist clenched to where it was white knuckle yeah. for the, for that, all of that overtime win or game with, <laughs> with the Cardinals and Richie, they got the Rams next weekend. My friend, the Rams grabbed them a win against the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel you, man. I feel for you folks that have a hapless freaking team owners like the Bidwells with the Cardinals and my daughter. I've got Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams now with my Broncos. Life is good. Damn. They could literally not win another game this year. I'm All right, happy. We're going to reset and bring in Sports Map Affiliates coming up. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. We'd like to welcome in the Sports Map Radio Network here in the Speed Freaks. That man crash, glad it's Kenny Sargent. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, man. Chase Elliott says, don't do this, NASCAR. And it has everything to do with the National Football League. We'll get to that. The gen, next-gen car... Took out a whole lot of championship hopefuls last night in Bristol. That man's got a story on Formula. What the hell is a super license, man? What the hell? I've never heard of a super license. Well, no, I wait a minute. Yeah, there's yeah, no. there's licenses. That? NASCAR has a license. They don't still let you go out there and jump in a car and start racing at Daytona. They Everybody. call it a super license? They call it a NASCAR license. Well, but that, so it, it, it's a license. You can't just go out there and pay the money and put a car on the track and start racing. So you're basically mad at Formula One for calling their license a super license? Yeah, hell yes, man. Go down the deal. Let's see you freaking parallel park that $500,000 Formula One car, you <laughs> bastards. Then you can get your super license. They'd have a better uh, chance at it than IndyCar. At least they have a starter on the car. Oh! Oh, stat man out of the gate, man. Ron Caps this hour, NHRA funny car champion. He's a team owner. He's a driver. Uh, two wins this year. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. We talked Formula One. We got NASCAR coming up. Uh, there will be references to IndyCar comparing to Formula One. Also, IndyCar Lights champion. Indy Lights. Indy Lights, right? Yeah. All right. Linus Lundqvist. Linus. <laughs> Richie, how many freaking Lundquists are there in freaking hockey? Come on. A lot. Lundquist. Right? <laughs> that narrows it Including down. Henrik. Henrik Lundquist, the most beautiful man on the planet. Good looking guy. 
Who's Ryan Lundquist? Who's that? Is He's there a, a swimmer, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Olympic swimmer. Right? I'm pretty sure you just made that name up. No, I didn't. I'm, <laughs> it's it's th- sticking to my crawl. Yeah. So, yeah, man, uh, 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 a big Speed Freaks show tonight coming up at 11, excuse me, 12 past the hour. We'll get into the story about Chase Elliott, what he doesn't want NASCAR to do with the National Football League. We'll get to that. And Statman will get the story in regards to Formula One, man. And this whole super, you know, Max Verstappen, if it was up to Zach Brown, he wouldn't have a license in Formula One. Yeah, man. No, Stick around. More freaks yeah. coming up. Let's go. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire, they're back at it again. This time, they'd like to give you up to 100 bucks back when you purchase four qualifying tires from General Tire. That's right. Now through October 31st, get up to 100 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card with four light truck SUV tires from General Tires. Uh, falls here, winter's coming. Make sure you get a new set of General Tires on that hot rod. Let your gang know you're rolling on GTs. And a reminder, I just told you about this, up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card with four qualifying light truck SUV General Tires now through October 31st. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Coming up in moments, Crasher has a story on Chase Elliott telling NASCAR not to do this. We'll get to that. Your Statman Scat coming up involving Bristol last night. It's Bristol, baby! Then, of course, Ron Caps coming up this hour. The website, speedfreaks.tv. How you doing there on Twitter and Facebook Live? YouTube? You're all part of the Freak Nation. Crasher, Chase Elliott's not real happy with NASCAR, right? No, it's not that he's not happy with NASCAR. He just thinks the changes are in order. Friday at Bristol Motor Speedway, obviously one of his news conferences. Every driver does Friday news conferences. He was asked about scheduling. He was asked about just a bunch of different things. Where I think he's wrong is he said something along the lines of, I don't care if we have 30 races, 20 races, 50 races. The amount of racing doesn't matter. We just have to end the season before the NFL starts because we cannot compete with the NFL. We're never going to win in that scenario. Okay, let's go to the first part of that. It does matter how many races you have, Chase Elliott, because if you have more than 30, right now you have oversaturated the market. You need to make people want your product. And right now NASCAR is not doing that. You have a season from Feb, yeah, February until November and you hardly have an off season and you just need more of an off season for people to be like, I need my NASCAR. I'm craving it. I'm salivating for it. So he, I believe he was wrong in that regard. When he says they can't win against the NFL, I, I agree to a point, but I don't think you need to rush to end your season by the end of August because I mean, let your playoffs go on. The NFL in September is quasi-week anyway, as we've been alluding to already tonight. So go against the NFL. You can win in certain scenarios, just maybe not all the way through November. Statman, in that article that Crasher is referencing, there was a, you want to call it a study, but there's a point made that even running on a Sunday against the National Football League, the NASCAR Cup numbers are better than on Saturday night. Saturday night, they're running up against college football. But still, running up against the National Football League on Sunday, they say they do better than on Saturday night, uh, the NASCAR Cup. I don't think college football is the the issue on Saturday nights. I think it's that people go out on Saturday nights. They're not at home watching their TV as much. Well, not NASCAR's audience. NASCAR's audience is sleep Saturday night. Generally, uh, what you know, are you talking about? <laughs> they're not they're not out partying in the streets like, uh, some, you know, some other like the NBA people or whatever. Uh, I don't think the uh, I think the, I think they would be better off going against the uh, uh, the NFL because I don't think the people who like NASCAR, who would want NASCAR, who have the patience to sit through a 29-hour NASCAR race are going to watch a uh, NFL game anyway. They like NASCAR for a whole host of reasons, not the least of which is that it's not stick and ball and the people who participate in stick and ball. 
Yeah, the racing crowd is interesting because we also obviously do a lot of work with Lucas Oil and they have a TV network, Mav TV, and they have told us through their own studies and their own Nielsen ratings that have come out that Thursday nights draw their biggest viewing audiences. It goes down on Friday night and then it goes way down on Saturday nights. So, yeah, I I still firmly believe it's because Friday and Saturday nights are just nights to get out of the house. And even the racing crowd, how many Saturday night events are in local towns all around the country? So they're not at home watching on TV. They're at their local track if they're doing anything racing that night. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. That used to be a problem for Irwindale Speedway in Southern California, mm -hmm. uh, where they would, if they had the Saturday night race, they people to stay home and they had to have special promotions to get them to come to the racetrack on Saturday sure. nights. Hey, it's almost like we planned this discussion because there's a poll out on our Twitter page right now at Speed Freaks on Twitter, <laughs> where we are asking the Freak Nation this question, which is, should NASCAR end its season prior to NFL season, as Chase Elliott suggested? I'm giving you three options to end the season early, to race on Friday and Saturday, or to keep racing on NFL Sundays. And right now, very early on in the voting process, but this is a little bit surprising, keep racing NFL Sundays and end the season earlier, basically tied at 38% apiece, racing on Friday and Saturday, bringing up the rear at 23.8%. Okay, so small sample size. Again, Friday, Saturday loses out. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. vote people at speed freaks on Twitter. I guess it, it also depends on where this is like a no S moment. It also depends where we are in our life. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, typically a dude, my age, he's not taking care of an eight year old and <laughs> <laughs> on, you know, over the weekends. So I'm in a different situation. I mean, Statman just sits up on the roof, catching rays all day, drinking his Hennessy. So yeah, he's down with NASCAR 24, seven, but oh, yeah, uh, I just, <laughs> Three six. That's like four oh five, isn't it? Three sixty five. Because this is also in reference to. And please tell me, I did. I went through the uh, the new schedule for twenty twenty three. Tell me that I'm wrong. The only Saturday night race crasher was Bristol, mm -hmm. right? Every and and and. I feel like there's another. Well, yeah, the the okay, clash. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hold on. The, the, uh, at oh, Richmond, no, no. at Richmond, they raced on Saturday night as well. The reference, the the reference that I was going to make was there's only one week. Please verify this, somebody. There's only one week off during their season. When I do remember you screaming that. Yeah, yeah. I do remember you talking about that. I mean, we know stat crash suave. Yours truly. We know who the 800 pound gorilla, who the behemoth is when it comes to motorsports. It's NASCAR. Um, we pride ourselves on not just talking NASCAR, but we know it punches tickets. We got to talk about it. We got to find stories to talk about it when it comes to NASCAR. That's where the eyeballs are. IndyCar, not really. Formula One's growing. Formula One's kicking the crap out of IndyCar and, and NHRA, but we know the behemoth. It's it's NASCAR. So it just with one weekend off, did we confirm if there's other Saturday night races outside of Bristol? I'm pulling up the schedule With our now. Crack well, regardless, there's just not a there's not a a crap ton of Saturday night or even Sunday night uh, races, unless it rains and it gets delayed. But they right. do race on uh, Richmond. They do race on uh, one not anymore. The, yeah, not anymore. Confirmed. The only 
only Saturday race in 2023 is Bristol. Saturday, September 16th. Everything else is Sunday, except for the duels, which are Thursday. Why don't you want March, April, May, June, July? Why not put some Saturday nights in there when you're not? You're going up against the the slowest sport that Americans, if we did, invented baseball. Why don't you roll some NASCAR? But Kenny, that's that's the argument we're having here right now. Saturday nights, people want to get out of the house. That's why it's not going up against college football or NFL. It's it's getting out of the house and not planting your ass for five hours in front of your TV. No. Or even if you're a race fan, you're going to your local track to see some racing. That's the that's what you're doing. All right. Freak Nation, hit us up on our poll at Speed Freaks on Twitter. What are the choices again? Again, Richard C. Suave. They are as follows. They are in the season early. They are race on Friday, Saturday, and keep racing on NFL Sundays. Ooh, in season early is now taking the uh, taking the lead at 40.7%. Quickly, I have a quick little anecdote relating to this. I actually had this same conversation with a friend of mine last week because we were talking about NASCAR. Well, both NASCAR fans were both, you know, late 20s, early 30s. And both of us agreed. We were like, and it was right before the start of last week's NFL season on Sunday. And we were like, oh, yeah, it's uh, we have another NASCAR playoff race, but we're not going to watch it because it's NFL Sunday. And so both <laughs> of us agreed. It's like, listen, it's ridiculous to have a NASCAR race in the middle of the NFL season. Like, we're not going to watch it. I'm always I'm almost always two screening. I have red zone on my TV and then I have another game on my laptop. And that's what that's how I watch most most things. And if I wasn't working in motorsports, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have another screen, my phone or whatever dedicated to NASCAR at all. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the sport. That's what we were doing last night. We had the Longhorns Mm -hmm. UTSA on the big screen and our cell phones were watching Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State and uh, Toledo. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you got to you got to have your priorities in life. All right, Freak Nation. Coming up next, the next gen car. Wow. Reckon the. Uh, hopeful spirits of a number of playoff drivers last night. And me. I went to bed mad. I yeah. woke up mad. And this may Just play mad. off of something that I found out in the offseason in regards to the parts and pieces of these NASCAR Cup cars. we got your stat man, Scat, right now. Going to go to break, and we'll be right back with that. Speed Freaks Pits on the Lucas Oil Studios. <laughs> I've said before, my motor racing passion isn't NASCAR, but I am a huge fan of the Saturday night race at Bristol. My boat is floated by everything in that event. When 160,000 fans cheered, you could feel the breeze from the grandstand. But Saturday night was empty seats and fans disengaged. Nothing seems special about one of the most unique nights on the NASCAR calendar. Even the cut down in the manufactured playoffs didn't help. So how do the drivers respond? They blast the cars, blast the competition, and blast each other. One of NASCAR's biggest partners in business right then complained when they're bathed in lights and cameras. Even one of the headlines from the weekend talked about a driver getting trots in his win. NASCAR must ask itself, if our partners don't care about the show, why should the paying customers, and I'm talking about the bucks in the boardroom, 
the fans in the stands, and the customers on the couch. Ten years ago, NASCAR business was rainbows and lollipops. Now it's about the trots. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Nation coming up. Not much motorsports is not what I wanted to hit. My goodness, son. Uh, coming up, Ron Caps <laughs> at 40 past the hour. NHRA funny car champion. Who's now a team owner, by the way. Two wins of the season. So he'll be here. And we'll also share with you all of you that live close to St. Louis. If you're within 500 miles of St. Louis, make sure you. Make plans to join the NHRA at the WWT Raceway. But first, got some Crash Gladys pit news and notes with motorsports over the weekend. Crasher? All right. Well, Saturday night was loaded with NASCAR, the Cup Series in Bristol, American Sprint Cars Dirt Classic in Pennsylvania, World of Outlaws out west in California, Drifting in Utah, and then Sunday featured NHRA. We were just talking about NHRA. All right. In Reading. Oh, and also the rain-delayed Knoxville Nationals late model style. That was also today. The ARCA Series kicked things off in Bristol on Thursday night, where not only did Sammy Smith win the race, but he sealed up the Sioux Chief Showdown and the ARCA East title as well. Huge night for the Kyle Busch Motorsports driver. The NASCAR Truck Series, they're in their round of eight in their playoffs. So that means any win will guarantee them into the final four come Phoenix. It's precisely what Ty Majeski did. He ran away with Bristol on the final restart with 12 laps to go. Hey, Ty, see you in Phoenix, final four bound. The Xfinity Series ran their final race of their regular season. Oof, everybody's in a different place right here. It's kind of confusing. So playoff bursts were on the minds of many drivers. Unfortunately for one of those many, Landon Castle, he's out now for the championship. Ryan Sieg and Daniel Hemrick, they are in. And carrying off of his current momentum, Noah Gregson, Gregson, you know, whichever way you want to pronounce his last Gregson. name. Gregson. He took the short track win. This is now his third consecutive win on the season. Sixth total on the season. But even with that, A.J. Allmendinger was the one that clinched the regular season. Crown. Hey, Crasher, Stat, Suave, do you think Gregson is trying to be too much like Kyle Busch? Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Stat, yeah. you think so? Yeah, it's pretty tough to be a part of that world. Kyle Busch has such a <laughs> strong personality that uh, it's pretty hard to be part of that world and not have some of it rub off on you. No. Noah Gregson is one of the most well-liked Xfinity drivers, if yeah. not the most liked Xfinity driver. So I'd say it's the complete opposite. Wow. Complete opposite. He did a pretty good job shotgunning that beer, too. Well, just look at his past. My goodness. We don't need to get into okay. that. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. All right. Sorry. Crasher, go ahead. The Cup Series was a mess Saturday night. Let's just be honest, guys. Not only were 12 of the 16 playoff drivers involved in either parts failures or accidents, but passing, you guys have to really let this sink in here. Passing was the lowest it's been in decades at Bristol. Yes, this is Bristol we're talking about. There were 12 passes for the lead over the entire 500 laps. 12. So I passed my daughter more going to the bathroom Saturday night oh, yeah. after drinking booze, watching mm -hmm. the Longhorns at the Bristol race, than there were passes in the race. Yes. And of those 12 passes for the lead in 500 laps, 
Only four were on green flag conditions. Statman scat so on point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your scat that you just referenced that we just played. That was about something was missing in Bristol. The sheen has worn off. Yeah. The, the, the 12 passes. 12 passes for the lead. Okay. To make matters worse on the night, though, it was a playoff cutoff race for the Big Boy Series. Two former champions, Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. Bye-bye. They're out. In addition to the entire Richard Childress racing team. Yeah. Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick. Two winner. Two-time winner, Tyler Reddick. I was in an awful mood last night because of that. I firmly believe Reddick was robbed. That's a hashtag. Mark it. I'm going to do t-shirts. All right. Good story, though. Christopher Busher was your winner. And yes, that's an altogether great story. Everybody loves Christopher Busher. Real quick, let's get to some more results. And then we can talk about more of this pathetic Bristol Saturday night. Brent Marks was your Dirt Classic winner out east in sprint cars. Logan Schuchgart. Notched another win at the Tom Carlton Classic. Oh, Schuttgart did it, huh? In the West. Oh, my gosh. Schuttgart got his 34th win in World of Outlaws. NHRA began their playoff battles this weekend, so every round of eliminations matters, not just to advance for the win on the day, but for points. Points. It's the championship time now. Pushing all the way in top fuel was Austin Proc, who has not had a win yet this year. He became the ninth different top fuel winner on the season, and he has now gone from 12th to 6th in the points. Statman, there's so many things that we could hit. We've only got about four minutes here, but one thing one thing that's impressive to me, and you and I have talked about this, you've been more of a proponent than I have, are all these different winners and all these different names. And I think we tied a record 19 different winners yes, last sir. night, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I wouldn't have thought that. Do you owe it all to the next-gen car, Stat? Not all of it, but a a lot of it, because some guys have taken to it a lot easier than some of the older guys. Some of the older guys just want to put their feet on the floor and bang against the wall and knock guys out of the way. Uh, But you got to drive this car, and I think that's what NASCAR wanted was some driving. Okay, okay. Focus, people. I'm still in NHRA. I know you took my parody of top fuel winners and turned it right back into a NASCAR conversation. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. I just talked about Austin Brock and top fuel. We got 30 seconds. Robert Robert Hyde continued his season-long winning ways and dominated Funny Car in Reading. Same with Erica Enders in Pro Stock. And then it was Joey Gladstone taking the win over Angie Smith in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Now I'm done. Okay. Now we can go back to NASCAR. Right, next, gen, next gen car caused a lot of problems for team owners, drivers last night. Uh, how many Fords went out on with engine issues or Toyotas that went out with engine issues? I was going to say every Toyota was affected. Right. The Fords were not as bad as they were in Darlington and, and Indy with the fires and stuff like that. At but least yes, no Fords caught fire. fire. That was no, exactly. Right? Exactly. Hey, way Blown back tires, when I had a conversation with somebody who was on the inside of producing these next gen cars. And one of the major issues was supplying parts and enough parts for numerous teams and making sure these parts fit. And looking at last night, it looks like some of these issues in the off season came back to bite them. Specifically on Bristol, because who was it? Jenna Fryer. Jenna Fryer had a story in the in the AP referencing the next gen car last night in Bristol, causing many many issues for a number of drivers. Crasher. Yeah, it's right. It's no joke that let's see. Darlington Harvick called out crappy parts. Martin Truex has also referenced crappy parts, and yeah, part suppliers. Mm-hmm. It, it, was enough research done 
to warrant the next gen car coming out in 2022 is essentially what it all comes down to. You're never going to have a perfect car in a redevelopment phase like this is. So you're going to have hurdles that you're going to have to overcome. But the thing that drives me the, the craziest is Kurt Busch's concussion. That kind of thing. And other drivers complaining about Kevin feeling. Harvick. Well, no, no. Other drivers fe- talking about feeling the the hits and, and feeling pain a little bit more than in years past. That's That needs to be a hard stop. That needs to be a hard stop. So, I don't know. Maybe they rushed it. I, I, I'm not an expert. I don't I know that they rushed it. They, they did change it, but they just raised it too much. The season's too long. And at the end of long. the season, we're starting to complain about the car. We don't have spare parts. Well, you know, have fewer races or spend more money to get more spare parts. One or the other. And now we're back to what Chase Elliott was saying. I don't care if we have 20, 30, 50 races. Nope, you do care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you with do this care. new, we got to go to break. But with this new TV contract that's going to be up, there's going to be some heavy negotiations because there's no way they're going to be making the bank that they got, no. what, six, eight years ago, the kind of blow that they deserved back then. So there's, there's going to be some changes, got to be some changes when it comes to the number and the length of these races. Coming up next, Freak Nation, Ron Caps, NHRA Funny Car Champion and team owner, joining us here. In the Freak Nation, always wonderful when Ron Caps joins us here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. <laughs> Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. 
$100. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a $0.25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for $0.25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twenty-two years of doing this thing from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Great website to check out, LucasOil.com. Plenty of products to keep your rides on the road, motorcycle, speed, boat, Mustang. Uh, they'll keep your car fat and happy, both interior, exterior, inside your engine, outside your engine, man. Go to lucasoil.com. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner, Ronald C. Caps joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Ron, I'm having a tough time keeping up with not only your your wallies that you've won in the history of uh, Ronald C. Caps, but – this whole call-out thing in Indianapolis, I'm still trying to wrap my arms around this. You guys are calling out drivers to whoop their ass and so forth. Can you explain to the Freak Nation what the call-out was for uh, the big go? Well, I think, oh, I'm sure, NHRA wanted to stir things up. And, and obviously, we know Street Outlaws has been such a popular show on TV that the whole call-out thing, um, I think when they wanted to bring back these these all-star races, which were great when I came into Funny Car back in the day, the Big Bud shootout was such a such a big event to be a part of. I think they wanted to kind of stir it up and just change things. I think the call out became an idea, not realizing how cool it was going to end up being. <laughs> Honestly, they did dragsters. Their race started in Gainesville and they go Gainesville to Gainesville in points. And then they run their all-star race there. Funny Cars traditionally, which is great. They had it in Indianapolis, which is where it's always been. And I, I've got to say, the dragster guys were a little boring um, when they did their call out. We were all kind of shocked. <laughs> but Funny Car did not disappoint. And I, I was part of it. But, man, when Robert Hyde called out Tasca as first pick, it sent us all back to the uh, the drawing board. And I was second pick, so I had to scramble. And and it definitely made things a little more inter- interesting, I think. Ron Caps, 71 Wallys. Is that what you said, Ron? Yeah, nuts, huh? Yeah. Crazy. If you're never watching us have, on never thought I have one, let alone seventy one. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you'll see the Wallies behind Ron Caps, NHRA funny car champion, multi-time winner joining us here in the Freak Nation. Now, you, you would call out these other funny car drivers depending on where you were seated in the standings or in qualifying. Well, what they did is this all-star race was based off of your qualifying points only throughout the year. So from Indy to Indy, how you qualified at each race, that that kept track of where you are. And only the top eight made it. So 
championship car like J.R. Todd didn't even make it in this thing. That's how tough it was. Oh, wow. So basically they went to number one, who was Robert Hyatt. And they said, you get first pick to call out any of the other seven. And then we were second in the points in the all-star event. We went next and then so on until number four and five were already, you know, picked by themselves. That, that's all that was left. So Robert did uh, have first choice. And then after first round was run, low ET of first round, at the top end, they put us on a stage on, on live TV, and we were to call out for the next round based on the quickest car of the first round, which we ended up being, um, which was very cool. And then, of course, we called Tim Wilkerson out uh, to try and get retribution for him whooping our ass the year before at the U.S. Nationals on Monday. We got, we got wilked, basically. And I love Wilkerson. He's a great guy, a uh, big fan of his, but that was something we wanted to get back at. And then, of course, we went low ET first round. And I thought nobody better to call out than the GOAT, uh, John Forrest. And uh, apparently the crowd loved it as well. So that 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 kind of set everything up for us. You were mentioning earlier, Ron, how top fuelers were kind of boring. What would you do to change things to make? I mean, because you guys made the call out fun. What did they need to do to change things up a bit? I, I don't know. I, you know, years ago, we've had people come into our sport trying to trying to want our sport to create a little bit more drama. And the problem is the word create. I, I don't uh, I don't like the WWF take on trying to create a rivalry. I think there's enough going on in our sport that you don't have to try to create something that's as intense as, as NHRA drag racing. So, it, you know, I don't know if the dragster guys and girls um you know, it was first time doing it, and I'm, I'm not sure that they just didn't uh, – they weren't into it as much. Or I, I don't think I don't think it created as much buzz um, naturally. Robert calling Tasca. Tasca came in as one of the hottest cars through the summer, right? I think that in itself was kind of a throwdown without being said it's a throwdown. So I, I think it, it did it on its own without even creating this drama like – all Robert had to do was say, I call out Bob Tasca. And that's really all he did. So that in itself just was like, wow. I mean, Tasca, he should have seen the color of his skin. It just changed. He did not expect it, nor did anybody else backstage. And all the drivers, we all looked at each other like, holy cow. And uh, so I, I think I think next year you're going to see dragsters change it up a little bit and maybe just start talking a little bit of crap, and, you know, kind of stirring it up maybe you think they were afraid to get their feelings hurt ron you guys drive what? cars at 330 <laughs> miles an hour oh i don't want to upset johnny boy or i want to call somebody out that oh, i know my, i can beat yeah excuse <laughs> me so it's easy for you guys behind the microphone right okay, so, <laughs> but here's the way i look at it and i approach it I, I i'm a firm believer in karma and any race car driver will tell you you the the minute that you talk crap about somebody in any type of motorsports, any type, or football or baseball, whatever it might be, it's locker room material, right? So if you want to call somebody out um, and you're not prepared, all you're doing is say either you're either going to do the right thing and win, or you're going to completely set yourself up for um, for going down. And I, I, I just, it's a fine line to walk. It's fun to talk a little crap and maybe, you know, I don't know. It, it's so it's so tough as a race car driver because you you don't want to you don't want to call anybody out and create any bad karma on your own or any bad juju, I guess. <laughs> well, it's tough on athletes in general. We're talking to Ron Caps, Indy double up from double up winner from the big go, finally getting himself a Wally from Indianapolis, the U.S. Nationals. It's athletes in general. And where have we 
why have we gone this way as a society that we have to have certain drama? Like you said earlier, it's creating it. Why do we need to create it? Motorsports is the original extreme sport. NASCAR put a, a playoff and then NHRA followed to create more drama in their series. And there's there's lucky dogs in NASCAR. Why do we always feel like we have to play catch up when the sport itself should sell itself? Yeah. And, and that's a perfect case is the funny car. It just sold itself. Like I said, Robert starting off that that way and calling out one of the hottest cars in, in the division at the moment or at that time. Um, but look, you go back to you go back to Bill Lambeer, right? Detroit Pistons. I mean, he talked crap and that created so much excitement that you wanted to watch that game. Um, you know, you get some NASCAR guys that really talk a lot of crap and all of a sudden you're going to tune in to, to maybe see them not do so well. I mean, it, it's, it is society and it's the way things are. I always cheered for the underdog, you know, the David and Goliath matchups when I was a kid, you know, the Ormsby or Bernstein or Snake or whoever. And when they pulled up a Pomona and I was a kid and there was Diamond Dave and the little dragster racing them with no budget, um, you wanted to see that little car beat that big sponsored car. But now I'm on the other side of it. Now I'm Goliath with the big sponsors and the big budget team. So it, it goes both ways. Same thing with winning. You, you know, everybody loves a winner, right? I love a winner. Fans love a winner. But you start winning and all of a sudden, okay, that's enough. You're winning a little bit too much. So, you know, it, it it's always happened throughout whatever it is, motorsports, stick and ball, whatever it might be. So, you know, it's just part of, like you said, society, I think. Ron Caps, my F1 buddy. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't talked in a while about F1. Uh, you won the uh, U.S. Nationals. You won the call out that we've been talking about you got your own team you're winning championships now after they get rid of the race of champions and, <laughs> and now <laughs> i'm going to ask you something about f1 out of all of that we haven't talked about abu dhabi i'm sure you heard about it i, I what do you think i can't get it out of my head especially after last weekend when uh, they followed the rules and Red Bull won, they cheated in Abu Dhabi and Red Bull won. Gee, I wonder where you fit in on this, Bill. Yeah, I'm very obvious where I stand. Where do you stand, Ron Caps? Oh, I stopped getting that emotional about Formula One several years ago. It just, it's so political. You know, it's fun to watch, but it's, uh, again, like last weekend, it was, uh, you know, it was so predictable when things start going like that. It was fun watching the season, how things have changed so much from from Mercedes a couple of years ago and all that. But, yeah, all these weird rules and and things that just sometimes you, I, I used to get so upset like you. I would yell at the TV and I'd be down <laughs> in my in downstairs at 430 in the morning watching it live. And my wife would come down like, what are you yelling at? And <laughs> So I just I for my blood pressure stake, I just stopped worrying so much about all that and just kind of let it go. So there you go. All, all of that's legitimate. Uh, you know, I became a fan a couple of years ago and treated it like a fan. I was always a fan and aware, but I started treating it like a fan. And, you know, stuff went crazy and I'm trying to withdraw from it now, so, <laughs> but it's hard. You know, you keep, you keep wanting that fix, you know, you want to fi fi figure out what's going on. To me, it's like boxing, professional boxing. 
you, you watch sometimes you go, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to give boxing a chance. You know, I'm a big UFC fan. You guys are as well. And you're like, okay, there's a big boxing match coming up. I'm going to give it a chance. And then it's complete, you know, you watch it and you go, how is that happened? Why is the corruption still there? Obviously one guy won and there's this big if or, you know, money flying around and you go, okay, I gave it a chance and boxing's back to where it was. So same thing with boxing. I don't get too excited about that formula one. I watch it. Sometimes you'll see somebody else get up there and win. And, but yeah, it's too predictable. And it's too political. Maybe I should have been calling you more. We used to talk all the time. I know. Maybe I kept you excited and I stopped <laughs> calling you and you said, screw that, you know? So let's get back to drag racing. Ron Caps, you got your own team. You're winning with your own team. I bet you're popping your collar a little bit now that you are finding some success and you're the man at the top of the food chain. It's still hard for me to believe. I mean, it's, things happened so fast at the end of last year. And I've said it before, you could not have scripted it, even in a Hollywood movie, better than me throwing, you know, all I did was I, I knew that I wanted to try something different in September of last year. And I told Don Schumacher, I was a free agent. I wasn't coming back. And I said, I need to try to be a team owner. This is, I had a weird moment. Uh, Laz did a lot of people during the pandemic that was one of those gotcha moments where I said, you know what? It, it was life changing. and I decided I'm going to make that jump to try to be a team owner. And all this was going on, all this white noise was going on through our playoffs last year. And to have at the last minute Napa come on board and say, we want to stick with you um, because they were going to leave drag racing. Um, and, and if all that happened and then comes Pomona and we win the world championship and you could not have scripted that whole scenario, but that, that off season of December and January were the most, craziness I've ever been through in my life. And here I am. So when you ask me, it's reminded me that I'm a team owner. I actually forget a lot of times other than all the paperwork and stuff that we do in between races that I never had to worry about, right? I always worried about my helmet and what color shield, if it was going to be the sun out and a tinted shield or cloudy and a clear shield on my helmet. That's all I had to worry about back then. Um, so things have changed a lot since I've talked to you guys, but uh, it's crazy to, to have somebody talk to me and remind me that I'm a team owner now in the NHRA and not just that, but just a great, a great team and a great success that we've had already this season. So badass. Yes. Well, buddy, we always appreciate you taking time out. We know you've got tree problems outside. You got to go out there <laughs> some damn trees, man. We know what's more important, bud. Hey, it's California, man. You got palm trees. We got to get those trimmed up. <laughs> or you look like, I look like I'm in a ghetto, man. I got the one house with brown palm tree leaves Ooh. falling off of it. Yeah. You can't do that, man. Especially if you got an HOA, man, it'll be popping your ass. <laughs> Ron, thank you, buddy. Always good to talk to you. And I, I'm so happy I got the Speed Freak Mojo going into our playoffs. We've always talked about how, yep. you know, how it is, and uh, so I appreciate you guys having me on. Bam! Thanks, Ron. See ya. And Freak Nation, do not forget the NHRA hits WWT Raceway coming up the 30th of September, the 1st of October, and the 2nd of October. Go to WTRaceway.com for tickets to join Ron Caps and many of more of the most badass top fuel drivers and funny car drivers in the history of mankind at WWT Raceway. Go to WWTRaceway.com. More Freaks next. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, 
Big second hour coming up. Indy Lights. Excuse me. Is that is that yeah. what I say, Crasher? Yes, Indy Lights. Indy Car Lights. No. Jesus. Indy. They're light. Indy cars. They're Indy Lights. A Lundquist. What if Lundquist is like Smith or Thompson in Sweden? Linus Jones. There you go. <laughs> so Linus Lundquist will be here. Lund- Lundquist will be here. The nation. <laughs> You know what? At least I didn't say Renus BK. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's an Indy car driver, not an Indy mm-hmm. lights driver. Let's say Renus Lundquist. So, yeah. Uh, and also Sammy Smith driving for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Does he have the attitude of Kyle Busch? Is he already on the Statman hit list since he runs for Kyle Busch? <laughs> Come on, Statman. You've done nothing but talking good about these general tire Arca Series drivers, buddy. Yeah, there's they're the they're the best that we talk to, right? <laughs> and Freak Nation, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, thank you guys for being a part of this. You follow us on Twitter and Facebook and the website speedfreaks.tv. Richie, quickly, what's the what's our poll? You got 30 seconds, Skip Jack. The leader in the clubhouse continues to be. Or actually, it's changed. It's race on Friday and Saturday. We're asking the Freak Nation, should NASCAR end its season prior to NFL season, as Chase oh. Elliott suggested? Racing on Friday and Saturday is taking the lead. Go check it out at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Oh, hey. Oh, smokes. Slowly I turn. All right, Freak Nation, uh, we'll be back. Top of the hour. Stat man. Speed Freaks Pits at Lucas Oil Studios. And try again. Network broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, English Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of it, man. We are well into our 22nd year of doing this. Again, Lucas Oil Studios running on those general tires. This hour. (laughs) Get his name right, man. Lundquist will be here. (laughs) Linus Lundquist. Good. Okay. Linus will call me Renus Lundquist. Quist will be here in the Freak Nation. Indy Lights champion coming up at 12 past the hour and Sammy Smith, who won at Bristol uh, in the Arca series. He'll be here coming up in the Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Looking at you guys watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Richard C. Squavy, let's get to the poll. You got a poll out there on Twitter. It's in regards to a conversation we had last hour that we'll probably have a little bit this hour about when NASCAR should at least spread some of their races. Yeah, so Chase Elliott made the news earlier or earlier this week because he basically said that the NASCAR shouldn't be going up against the National Football League if they want to get better ratings. So mm-hmm. the poll is out at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Should NASCAR end its season prior to the NFL, as Chase Elliott suggested? And it is a tight race. End season early. Race on Friday, Saturday. Keep racing on NFL Sundays. And... 
This is this is great. This is like watching election night results. It's constantly changing. In season early and race on a Friday and Saturday are tied at 34.9%. We are waiting on the 16th precinct, though. I wish I, was like, I wish I was like Steve Kornacki and had like a big board in my, so in, my, good, man. in the background here, and I could walk you guys through all the precincts that are counted. But go vote at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Vote, vote. Vote. All right. Vote. I'll even send you a Speed Freaks. I voted sticker. Wouldn't it be no, awesome? That, that, unless, you, unless you're going to do that, don't say it. <laughs> Valid. No, no, we will. Statman will be emailing you. <laughs> and, and and definitely don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Statman still lives out in Eagle Rock, California. So you want to visit his abode, yeah. you can hang out with him there, Freak Nation. So it, it's a long conversation that you could have. In regards to NASCAR ending the races early, running on some Saturday nights. And the other conversation that we could spend some time on is what happened last night in Bristol when it came to lead changes, Crasher. This is a 500-mile lap. No, no 500 lap me, sorry. race. 500, 500 lap mile race. race. And we've had 19 different winners this year in the Cup Series. Mm-hmm. Which is all awesome news. But last night... Of those 500 miles mm. that took many, many hours out of our night. Jeez. Hopefully you're watching either Ohio State or Texas at the same time. 12 lead changes. 12. 12. That's just, what, two away from a single-digit lead change. 12 lead changes in 500 miles. That's pathetic. It hasn't been that bad in decades Especially hey, at Bristol. Hey, Richie, you passed more people at the 21 Pilots concert last night in one run to the bathroom. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what the deal is with NASCAR this year in short tracks. Historically, in my opinion, at least when I was a kid and how I became a fan of the sport, is short tracks were my favorite form of NASCAR racing. And right. it wasn't even close. And now, all of a sudden, with this new car short track racing has become just a, a waste of time. It just, for whatever reason has become non-competitive and you get 12 lead changes at Bristol, which as Stanman was talking about as scat, it's just, it's just mind boggling. It just doesn't make any sense to have the beaten and bagging. One of the most incredible clips in NASCAR history is, is uh, Terry Labonte and Dale Earnhardt going at it. Right. And so mm-hmm. and Dale Earnhardt was like, oh, just a little, just a little bump. You know, it's like, and that doesn't happen anymore. It's ridiculous. You're, uh, it's, you're supposed to drive the car, not crash it and bang into other people. It's not bumper cars like at the zoo or the circus. It's called racing. <laughs> and you're supposed to race the car. And I heard a, a, one of the stupidest, stupidest things. I, I called some people this morning trying to figure out what uh, they meant when the cars are too fast in the corner. That's stupid. Yeah. Yep. Too fast in the corner, straightaways are slower. Yeah, weird. Weird. I don't know the last time I went to the circus and saw bumper cars, but I love it. <laughs> I'm sure a clown was driving one somewhere. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. You're going to bring in some sports map affiliates, Creek Nation. Uh, why don't I just do that? Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. 
Welcoming in the Sports Map Radio Network, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. A lot of news coming out of NASCAR last night. It's Bristol, baby. And not all not all of it good, man. That next-gen car just blew up a lot of those playoff contenders' faces. Drivers aren't happy. Team motors aren't happy. Hey, surprise, huh? The only get- one happy is Christopher Busher and Brad Keselowski. How about congrats that? to them. Congrats to them. Uh, Jack Roush. Statman brought this up in our pre-show meeting. It's been five years since Jack Roush won a G-Dam race. And Richie, who was it, by the way? Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And Statman, who was his girlfriend at the time, babe? <laughs> was it Danica? Yep. Danica girl? They were still dating in 2017? No, she was on to Aaron Rodgers by then. Yeah, no. Look it up. We're about facts here in the Freak Nation. Ah. Hell yes. Did you miss the second first hour? Ron Katz was in here. NHRA Funny Car Pilot. He was in here. Uh, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Hello to all of you watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live. The Statman's got a story in regards to Formula One. I had no idea that the term super license existed when Come it came on. Yes, you did. I shut off Formula One there for like whenever the hell Ralph oh, Schumacher right, right. F things for 20 up years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how Graham Ray Hall is calling him out right now. Yeah. So we'll, we're going to get to that story, Freak Nation. And coming up next, your Indy Lights champion. His name is what, Crasher? Linus Lundquist. There you go. It's not Renus VK. It's no. Linus Lundquist. So we'll get to that, Freak Nation. It's not Ryan Lundquist. No. It's not Henrik Lundquist. Yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a good interview with him. He uh, he likes to swim in speedos. We'll just leave you with that. Come on. Yes, Danica Patrick was with Ricky Stenhouse in 2017. Hell yes, he, he was. <laughs> they broke man. up in December of 2017. You doubt the stat man? I, right. Right. <laughs> I. Swore she was with Aaron Rodgers at that point, but no. Yep. That's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. All right, man. Uh, When we come back, a champion will be here in the Freak Nation. It's always fantastic to roll with champions here with the Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago. Right here in America. spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. 
And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You are, man. It might be a little hot out there. It might be a little chilly. In fact, it was 73 degrees when I went outside earlier this morning here in Phoenix, but I still know that it's going to get up to 96 degrees. It's going to be crap hot out here. That's why I roll on a new set of general tires. That's why you should roll on a new set of general tires, Freak Nation. I don't care if you got an F-250, you got a sports car. Uh, what if you got an old staying in the garage? They got the tire for your ride. Go to generaltire.com. That's generaltire.com. Freak Nation, uh, we've met this guy before. Uh, Linus Lundquist joining us here in the Freak Nation, Indy Lights champion. Yep, that's true. We did not meet him as a champion, though. No, we didn't. First time, man. Uh, he joins us now in the Lucas Oil Studios from um, evidently like a teepee or a, t- a tent somewhere atop a mountain in Southern California. Is that where the hell you are right now? Yeah. Uh, firstly, thank you for having me. Good to see you guys again. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I would call it a tent. Uh, it's more like a couch thing with. I don't know something protecting from the sun, but yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not terrible. Uh, I have a good view right now. Weather is nice. I have a pool in front of me. Yeah, I got nothing to complain about. Have you swam in the pool yet? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, it is on my to do list. So uh, yeah, maybe after this one, I might have it. Hey, do Swedes <laughs> swim in thongs, or do you go in oh, board boy. shorts? Oh, we go nude all the way. Sweet. I like it here. <laughs> and we're off. Here we go. So we start the show, Freak Nation. Here we go. <laughs> when you're listen, when you're Indy Lights champion, I guess you could swim in damn near nothing. You could do whatever right? you want. All right, Linus, let's get to the news that happened earlier that uh, Alex Pillow is sticking with Chip Ganassi. We saw what happened with uh, Rosenquist with uh, McLaren. And you were part of all this conversation waiting on Alex Pillow to make a move. Well, uh, do you have a seat going into 2013 in IndyCar? Because you even said, bro, 
I I want to move into IndyCar. Get, can we break some news here, Linus? I I wish we could. I wish we could. Uh, but sadly, I don't know yet. I don't know. Obviously, like you said, this uh, this just being official now with with the Palo business and and Rosco is staying. I think. Well, I know that I'm having some uh, some phone calls later this afternoon, which which we'll talk just about that and we'll see what happens because that will have a domino effect for for a driver like me. So uh, we'll see. But you know. I think my future in IndyCar series will kind of be planned out now in the next couple of days or within the week or so. However, okay, having said that, that's a lot more comforting, fingers crossed, knowing that it will happen hopefully in the next couple of days or weeks versus what you had this past year, not knowing until January or or the middle of February, right? Which is still even more amazing as to how you pulled a championship out of that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and it's been a crazy year because I know that both on the IndyCar side and even the in the light side, like the the talks and the silly season, it started way earlier than I've ever seen anything happen. So uh, then when you look at back at the way that we pulled together my season where I got a deal together in the middle of January, I mean, that, that seems very unlikely for, for this year. And um, honestly, I haven't had a deal done before Christmas ever in my career. So uh, to have it done before Christmas would be would be a nice thing. And that seems not too unbelievable to ask for. Okay, and it seems somewhat easy being an Indy Lights champion and bringing some money from that championship for at least three weeks of in an IndyCar seat. That seems maybe easier said than done because there's so many politics in this sport. What else do you have to bring or do you have to bring anything else to make a full time IndyCar ride work? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Like you said, it's uh, it's a lot. It sounds a lot easier than it is because even even in the position we're in, that we won a championship and we got the scholarship. So, um, and you look at the past drivers that's done that as well. You know, they've done extremely well in IndyCar. So, do you think that we're in a pretty good position? Which we are, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. You know, it's very competitive out there, and there's only some you know, 20, 25 spots available for, for drivers all over the world that want to compete about this. So you know that you're going up against some some very talented drivers and maybe drivers with bigger budgets, whatever it might be. Uh, but I want to believe that we're in, a, we're in a good position. Linus, would it be a success if you found an Indy 500 ride guaranteed first versus a full season IndyCar ride? The focus right now is to be in IndyCar full time. That's what I want to do. Um but if that's not possible, then obviously I look at every option that I have to get behind the seat of a car, whether it's a couple of races in IndyCar or, or anything else. Linus. Wow. I'm glad I found that out before I started down that road. Linus, <laughs> the Indy Lights champion for 2022. You're going into whatever the negotiations are with whomever with a big check in your back pocket. I'm sure that people are asking, hey, where's that money? And are you bringing it with you uh, when you come to my team, if you come to my team? Yes. Uh, both yes and no, I will say. Um, because as of right now, we don't really know what the scholarship is because it hasn't been announced. Uh, but I'm sure that, that IndyCar is, is on top of this and, and we'll, we'll be announcing it shortly. Um, and whatever it is, you know, just having winning the title, that's been the focus of my year. And I, I hope and I still want to believe that the most important thing is what you do and perform on track. And I want to believe that what we did this year shows that we're, we deserve a shot in IndyCar. Wait, time out. How can that not be announced? Yeah. How could it have not been known before your championship? Is it 500,000? Is it a million? Is it 2 million? Is it 10 million? I mean, 
we know it's not that, but that seems yeah. odd. Yeah, I've, obviously, I've, I've honestly just been focused on my season, trying to win it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we know in the past what the scholarship has been. So you'd think that maybe it's something around that. Um, but I know that the big, the biggest thing I can do for my career was just win the championship and then the rest will hopefully sort itself out. But that's one of the things, obviously, that we're getting into now and, and seeing what, what we can do for next year. Because uh, obviously, the scholarship is a, is a very big part of it. Hmm. Linus Lundquist, you were... On your way to F1 uh, many years ago when you were in Europe, you were in uh, BMW, Formula BMW, you were in uh, Formula 3, Formula 4, and uh, you find yourself in Indy Lights getting ready to take that big step to IndyCar. Will IndyCar be your destination? Is that what you want now? Or is this something that you're still holding out hope that maybe you can find an F1 bridge somewhere down the road? Nah, right now, IndyCar is my sole target. Uh, the F1 bit was obviously and how I how I started in Europe. That was the goal. But we realized quite quickly that you uh, you had to bring so much more than, than maybe just a fast driver that it wasn't wasn't possible for us. And that's where the the scholarships and 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 the way that the American racing scene works. That's what intrigued me. Uh, and honestly, without Without this ladder system, I wouldn't be here today. Um, so um, obviously, I, I came in here and obviously tried to achieve the American dream. And so far, it's been going pretty well. And uh, I want to believe that we can make it all the way to the top. Let me ask you a delicate question here, dude. Uh, Linus Lundquist, Indy Lights champion, negotiating to move into IndyCar. Uh, you kind of hinted that there's a lot of money changing hands in the back room in Formula One, a lot of political stuff going on. Uh, of the, that's what is it, 20 drivers in uh, Formula One? Uh, well, give me a percentage on how many are paying their own way and how many are getting paid. In F1? Uh, yeah. I don't know an exact figure, but I'd say there's probably about five or six, maybe a couple or more that that's probably that's bringing a lot of budget, and the rest is um, is probably doesn't doesn't bring any budget at all. But it's it's such a tricky question because you you look at a driver like say even Lewis Hamilton for example. Obviously, he gets paid, but just the value of Lewis Hamilton, the brand brings in so much money to Mercedes. So does that count as he brings in sponsor? Hmm. Um, you know, it's difficult to gauge, but obviously there are a few few people in every racing series that brings budget to to be able to race. And without them, I don't think that the racing scene would would look the same either. Um, but I want to believe that you can make it through the other way as well with with just results and hopefully uh, the scholarship. You have some HMD Motorsports is coming with their own. The word is they're coming with their own. IndyCar team next year. You race with HMD Motorsports and Indy Lights. Is there a chance that maybe you might get one of those seats if they decide to uh, field a team in Indy IndyCar next year? Um, unless you know more than I do, I don't think HMD will have their own team next year. I know that their their partnership with Dale Coin will will continue, so it'll be a Dale Coin with HMD. Um, the same that it's been this year. Uh, and obviously their situation right now is that they have two, two drivers signed. Um, and there's been a lot of talks and you probably read some articles about it, um, that 
obviously the natural progression for me was is to go with with that team but the way that the the engine situation is right now with Honda they can't add a third engine uh, unless they feel motivated motivated enough to do that um so we'll see maybe if if they open if somehow they're open up the seat then I'll be there but if not then something else would have to happen on the on the engine side Indy Lights champion, Lena Glungfuss, joining us here in the Freak Nation. 22 years, Lucas Oil Studios. And is it true that you started the series with about 1,000 points in the bank? Because I th- <laughs> would you wrap up the championship before you got in the freaking car, like in March, man? Because you, w- <laughs> you came in <laughs> La- La- Laguna Seca, bro. <laughs> you you could have just sat in the bathroom and taken a dump and won the championship. That's true. Start the race, drive a lap, and then go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. That was you, you. You crushed it. Why does no one committing to a dude that just dominated, bro? Was you because your name's not because your name's not freaking Stingray, <laughs> the greatest freaking name in motorsports. Stingray, bro, change your name to uh, 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 Challenger, Mustang, or GTO. GTO There you go. How am I supposed to compete with that? It's like yeah, it's over before it even started, right? Yeah, I mean, we've we've had a great year. Um, Obviously, um, we'll see what happens next year. But yeah, it's it's tough. And it's funny you mentioned that about Laguna because I think it was even we didn't even have to turn a lap in the race because (laughs) if we turn a lap in practice, we've officially entered the event, which means that we're eligible for half points in last place. And that was enough to win the championship. So Technically, I won the championship in practice one when I exited the pits. <laughs> when you walk through the gate, you won the championship. Linus? Jeez. Yeah, I said that after the practice. That was the most most important practice session I've ever done in my life, I think. <laughs> you, you, you referenced earlier in this interview about living the American dream. I'd say you're in Southern California right now in an Airbnb having fun. What is part of your American dream as an Indy Lights champion to celebrate now that you're in SoCal and just chilling? Yeah, um, we had a we had a, a nice um, Sunday night for sure. Uh, it was good. It was nice. I met, I got to meet a couple of the IndyCar drivers as well, which was cool because obviously you see them on track and you talk to them. And but it's a different atmosphere when you see them outside of the outside of the racetrack. Um, right now, I'm just uh, with my family right now in in California, enjoying it right now. Uh, we're here until Friday, and then we we fly back to Indianapolis for the banquet. Um, so now it's just about soaking it all in relaxing because it's been um, it's been a hectic year because you devote every second of your time to to answer the question how do i win this freaking championship uh we finally got the answer to that so um yeah just taking a couple of breaths and trying to understand what we've done as well Linus, thanks buddy <laughs> all right thank you guys appreciate it a great interview, man. You you wish him the best because he provides some of that personality that the IndyCar puts out in front and center. Oh, they don't do that, do they? Crash your biting <laughs> her lip. <laughs> How are you biting your lip, Crasher? Because I've talked about it ad nauseum on this show, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, there's I, I get looked at. I get funny looks now. I mean, the bottom line is, though, yeah, IndyCar does not market their personalities, period. I've said it till I'm blue in the face. I still get looked at weird around the IndyCar series because they're like, well, what are you going to do about it? 
I'm trying. I'm trying. We're trying to get drivers on this show. We're trying to have funny social media bits with them, but we can't do, we don't have the power that a, that a sanctioning body has just do things differently. Freak nation. We've go given to, you ideas. Going to go to a stat man scat, go to break and come right back with formula one in this freaking thing called a super license. That's next. <laughs> Speed freaks, piss Lucas Oil studio. <laughs> I've said before, my motor racing passion isn't NASCAR, but I am a huge fan of the Saturday night race at Bristol. My boat is floated by everything in that event. When 160,000 fans cheered, you could feel the breeze from the grandstand. But Saturday night was empty seats and fans disengaged. Nothing seems special about one of the most unique nights on the NASCAR calendar. Even the cutdown in the manufactured playoffs didn't help. So how do the drivers respond? They blast the cars, blast the competition, and blast each other. One of NASCAR's biggest partners in business right then complained when they're bathed in lights and cameras. Even one of the headlines from the weekend talked about a driver getting trots in his win. NASCAR must ask itself, if our partners don't care about the show, why should the paying customers? And I'm talking about the bucks in the boardroom, the fans in the stands, and the customers on the couch. Ten years ago, NASCAR business was rainbows and lollipops. Now it's about the trots. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, hit that like button. You'll get notified every time we put up a big fat video from Speed Freaks on our YouTube page. And a reminder, now through the end of October, you can get up to 100 bucks back from our friends at General Tires. Just buy four qualifying light truck SUV tires from General Tire, and you'll get up to 100 bucks back. Falls here in a few days. Winter's coming. Be sure you're rolling on a new set of General Tires. For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Of course, the official tire, Speed Freaks. We've been uh, hinting a little bit about this conversation with Formula One and this super license that evidently stat and crash look at me like, Kenny, what are you talking about? You never heard of a super license? I know you've got to get licensed in every motorsport series, but I didn't know Formula One called it a super license until all this BS started coming around with, uh, Colton Hurd needing a super license. Stats, so can you help me out here? Zach Brown with McLaren's mouthing off a little bit that there are what one, there's one couple of drivers that would need to retake their super license to be in Formula One, something like that. No, that's not what he said, but he he's saying that uh, the way the rules are now, uh, especially with Verstappen, for example, he was uh, barely he was about 17 and a half years old, and the r- rules now is that you have to be 18. Uh, mm-hmm. And the NASCAR has a similar rule. Because uh, when uh, Winston sponsored the series, uh, Kyle Busch, for example, couldn't race because he wasn't 18 when he started into the uh, the trucks. And he had to bump around a little bit till he became 18 so that he could race in the series. So a, a license is a, I think it's a good thing is to keep somebody from just coming up and say, here's a, a, a you know, satchel of money. 
Cash, let's get my boy out there and let him race with the rest of them, rest of them furners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a couple of those Australian Spanish <laughs> owners that I know. So you're telling me that dudes, uh, that dudes like Hulkenberg, Latifi, DeVries, between the three of them, they have two points. Stroll, Zoo, Sunada, Schumacher. He's got tw- Ricardo doesn't even have twenty freaking points. Yeah, it's yeah. No, well they're already in the thing, so they're. Know, but 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 Herda, here's really? the point. Herda is. They're saying that you have to have forty points to come on board. Those points are accrued through your finishes in some national championship series or some series in like uh, Formula BMW or Formula two or three uh, as you climb the ladder towards uh, F1. Uh, And he's got, uh, they look at the last three years of your competition and uh, Herta has only got 32 points, finished 10th this year, and he's finished 7th, 3rd, and 5th in the the past. So uh, I don't think, I don't think he's worthy of getting a license uh, and they were talking about because Red Bull wanted to put him on their on their B squad, Alpha Tori, but uh, I don't think he's consistent enough. I don't think he's got the he's got the talent, obviously, but I don't think he's disciplined enough. I don't think he's consistent enough. If you finish second, third, fifth, and tenth, uh, that's a, a, a perfect illustration of maybe he needs to. Uh, uh, get it finished a little more. He's getting out of the age now. And they want you to be around 20, give or take a year or so. And mm. he's beyond that. So uh, he's had some tests with McLaren. They won't say what the times were. Zach Brown, uh, a U.S. Uh, guy, American uh, executive who runs the McLaren team, said that he was – very good. He won't release the numbers for uh, everybody else to know so that if they wanted to hire him. But Red Bull says they want to put him on uh, AlphaTauri. But uh, Red Bull, the way they manipulate things, I would think that uh, they knew that the FI wasn't going to give him a, uh, a grant, a waiver for the license. So they threw it out there and said, who are the big guys? We're, come on. Colton, if you can get that license, we'll make it possible for you to race for us, knowing all full well that the FIA wasn't going to grant him a license. And it, I, again, I think it's it's justified because uh, look at uh, Sebastian Bourdais. Bourdais won four championships in Champ Car. Uh, he certainly was qualified, we would think, but he got to F1 on the B squad of Red Bull and uh, didn't do well. And uh, you know, came back to America. So, uh, yeah, I mean, read that the, uh, formula one is an entirely different frame of reference. The cars are more technical. They are more, um, difficult to drive. The braking is different. The acceleration, the torque, everything is different. And, uh, it's not like the, the spec cars that they run in IndyCar. We can go on about this. Uh, no, we can't. We got a break in eight seconds. <laughs> Sammy Smith, Arca Series driver, running on those general tires next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. 
We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code KEY for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code KEY for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code KEY for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Robot Voice. Nation, that music you were hearing right there from the band Avoid, Benny Scholl, the lead singer, we had him on last weekend. And I think Statman, Crash, Suave, and yours truly, man, we're still running on adrenaline just talking to that dude. <laughs> uh, coming up in moments, Sammy Smith, uh, ARCA Series winner over the weekend at Bristol, running for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Does he have that Kyle Busch attitude? Uh, well, let's find out. It's Sammy Smith rolling on those general tires in the Arca series from Lucas Oil Studios. Sammy Smith, the dude seems to hop in a car and he wins it. I don't give a damn if he's running to the Dairy Queen. He wins a damn race. <laughs> Sammy Smith, your Arca Series East champion, your Sioux Chief champion, and frankly, in the top tennis points in your uh, Arca Series National Series. 
Uh, do you ever get confused in what series you're running, Sammy, whether it's the East, the West, Xfinity, the Truck Series, bud? Yeah, it uh, definitely gets uh, become a lot with all the different series they have nowadays. And then um, I run a different couple of series as well. So, you know, it was, a, uh, it was a good night last night. I was able to pick up those two championships and able to uh, win the race as well. So um, guys brought me an awesome car and glad we were able to uh, get it done and, and win at Bristol. Let's get into this, too. When it comes to sponsorship, we know how motorsports runs on sponsorship. When you run these different series with, again, different cars, do you have a cheat sheet on who to thank when you're in victory lane? Yeah, I definitely uh, know all my great partners. I've been really fortunate to have great partners like TMC, Pilot Flying J, um, Allstate Peterbilt Group, Renda Group, Sinclair Tractor, uh, Toyota, uh, KBM, all the guys. But the support definitely is, uh, you know, big in this sport to, to try to, you know, be in fast cars. And luckily I've been very fortunate to be in fast cars and have awesome partners with me up until here and um, to continue to grow, grow my brand with them. And um, hopefully we can just keep uh, moving up and trying to win with uh, make their uh, make the sponsor proud. So the Sioux Chief Showdown, we're talking to the champion now, Sammy Smith, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And the Sioux Chief Showdown was originally intended to be just short tracks, and then it's expanded now to road courses. Who is Sammy Smith? Tell me, what is your your Jones? What kind of track do you prefer to race on? Is it a big oval? Is it a short track? Do you like road courses? What gets you going? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, honestly, like every racetrack I go to, someone asked me that yesterday and was like, tell me how they hated a racetrack. And they asked, what track do I hate? And I really, I really don't hate a track. I think, you know, there's tracks that I feel like I struggle on or, or feel like my weakness is, but then I feel like a lot of them is, is just like all about just trying to prepare yourself. I, I really love the road courses. I, I didn't gr- grow up running road courses. This is my first year running road courses. So, um, feel like I've been learning a lot and still have a lot to learn. And then short tracks, obviously, um, I've been running through all my career and then, um, you know, the mile and a half, the big tracks I've never run either up until this point. So definitely, uh, enjoy running all the racetracks I, I get to run. Um, and, and super glad Sioux Chief put on a, uh, championship for the, the 10 races. Cause I wasn't able to run for the, uh, the main Arca series title just cause I didn't turn 18 until I was June. So until June. So, um, you know, I'm glad they uh, were able to put that on and glad we were able to uh, pick the win- uh, championship up in that and the East. Well, to go off of something you just said there and how you you claim that you're still learning and heck, you'll probably be learning up until you're 85 yeah. about some aspects of racetracks. But how are you learning? Are you doing it via iRacing? Because you had a pretty spectacular drive at Watkins Glen. Let's just be honest. So how did you learn that aspect of your craft? And, and then how are you continuing to learn with ovals as well? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is this TRD simulator. I get quite a bit of time in that throughout the week, a couple hours, um, every every Monday to Wednesday. And just, you know, every the tools they give me to try to prepare myself for if it's road courses, mile and a half, short tracks, just to get uh, adapted to the Xfinity car. I feel like a lot of it gives gives credit to the TRD and, and the sim and obviously just trying to study in-car, SMT, just everything you can to try to um, help and move that learning curve a lot faster because i feel like you know you move up so fast and i feel like you only really have i guess one or two shots to try to make it make it count so you want to you know try to do your best and, and perform and try to you know go out and, and try to obviously win races but i think for xfinity you know i feel like that was kind of a goal to win but i think you know the more i've ran it's just you know i need to keep learning and, and try to um progress myself as a driver and try to you know finish 
finish races and then try to, you know, obviously get top fives, which I think we have the speed every race. It's just minimizing the mistakes that, you know, if it's from pit road to different restarts to just a lot of different things that I'm not used to. I think that's just trying to learn and, and try to, you know, pick up on it and apply it as fast as possible. Sammy Smith, the Arca Menards East champion and the Sioux Chief champion uh you need some cheat sheets for sure to get through the on uh, the menards sue chief a plumbing company menards a, uh, a hardware store the glorified hardware store and uh, last night the bush beans champion <laughs> so yeah you you need uh, where do you where do you keep this cheat sheet do you Keep it on your wrist like an NFL quarterback, or do you put it in your head? Do you just glance at the side of the car like the cup guys do? They don't remember all that stuff. Yeah, I think just probably glance at it. I think I just gotta, um, you know, obviously fortunate to have a lot of great partners and a lot of great people that sponsor races and put up these races. Um, it was pretty cool to to win the race and the two championships last night. Um, you know, to get the sword and then um, I think. The two the sword? Wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute. The sword? What's what's the sword? Maybe I should know this, but what sword did you get? Uh, every time, I think, I'm not sure how long that it's been going on at Bristol, but every time a winner, you get you win at Bristol, you get a sword. That's It's pretty cool. It has the date and stuff on it. So it's, uh, it's definitely look into it. It's pretty cool. Wow. Do you have it there? Steadily. No, I do not. It's, I left it in the trailer, um, so I don't have it with me. Wow. <laughs> Instead of a grandfather clock or a, yeah. a gun or anything like that that happens at some of the other racetracks, you get a yeah, sword. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I was able to get a lot of a lot of hardware last night. I think we got five trophies in all between the the three of winning the race and then the uh, the uh, the two championship trophies. So it was pretty cool night. Like like to collect trophies. Wow, you need a separate uh, hauler to take home the haul at the end of the, yeah. at the end of the night. Congratulations, dude. Before, Thank you. Appreciate before it. we get away, I need to congratulate you because you truly impressed me at Watkins Glen, the drive you did at Watkins Glen. You were knocking cup guys to the side, and you were determined to win that race, and some bad luck in, like, the last 10 laps kept you out of victory circle. I I was completely impressed when they told me you were 18. Uh, you know, that even made it. And Friday night lights. Now you ought to be going to a football game tonight. And now you're yeah. you're planning on learning more sponsors. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was a uh, it was a fun race. I think uh, we definitely think we we're, we're better than AJ, which he finished second. I think we we're equally as good or a little bit better than Larson. Um, I think maybe was maybe a tenth or two off of Ty and Byron still, but um, you know they think it was a good day overall with the guys that were in front of me up until that point, just they've got a lot of experience and was able to learn um, all day between those veterans. Well, this old man was cheering for you, partner. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sammy Smith running on those general tires in the ARCA series, Freak Nation. What would you have to do, Sammy, for me to call you Samuel Smith? Come here, boy. Samuel? Is that, oh? What would you have to do? Um, I don't know. I don't really go by Samuel. I go by Sammy, so... Um, I think the Your only parents person, never called you Samuel for no, I, was, I was just about to say the only parents, there were only two people I'd probably listen to call me Samuel would be my mom and dad. <laughs> Is there a middle name in there somewhere? Samuel, uh, Lawrence, 
So Samuel L. <laughs> there you go. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so when so when you had to be called that when you did something dirty at home, right? Samuel Lawrence Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I don't I haven't, you know, I don't really remember the last time I was <laughs> acting up at home, but uh, I'm sure some, something through there. Says an 18 year old. My gosh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was still acting up that's at 18. Fantastic. That's for sure. Hey, Sammy, kick some ass, man. You're doing quite well this year, and the future is very bright for you wherever you go, buddy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and um, we'll go try to give another shot tonight. Awesome. boy. See you, bud. Thanks, guys. See you. 18 years old and talking like that, mm-hmm. holding his composure. Driving for Kyle Bush. Listen, Richie, he's 40 years old, Suave, and he can't he can't act freaking 16. Hey, Suave, what's the results for our poll at this point? Yeah. We yes. were asking earlier on the show at Speed Freaks on Twitter, should NASCAR end its season prior to NFL season, as Chase Elliott suggested, mm-hmm. end season early, race on Friday, Saturday, keep in racing on NFL Sundays. Those were your three options. And once again, the results are pretty, pretty close. Again, we are still ready, waiting on several different markets to get in their votes. So you, so please vote at, at, at Speedfreaks on Twitter. And again, it's a tie. 36% between in-season early and race on Friday and Saturday, which, Crash, as you brought up earlier in the show, um, saying that Friday and Saturday maybe wasn't the best option. I'm surprised that that's that's uh, in a dead heat with ending the season. I'm right very now. surprised at that. Yes, very surprised. We'll see. We'll be up for what a couple more days. One yes, day at least. All right. I'd I'd watch Vote. more Friday Saturday night racing during football season. I would because I don't get the Cowboys out here. So I, I'm not a Cardinals fan. We're you know, here in Phoenix. Kenny, you would not know. You what TV do you watch on Friday or Saturday night now as it is? Saturday what Saturday night, excuse me, mm-hmm. would be college football and Friday night either you're out with friends or you don't watch TV on Friday nights. Yeah, you know, one eye open, one eye closed. That's what happens when you have all these. That that is a NASCAR coats. race. That is yeah. a NASCAR race. One eye open, one eye closed. Come on, man. <laughs> It's all right. They're just Uh, too long. And Freak Nation, if you are watching us on YouTube or FaceTime, or not FaceTime, Facebook, uh, you will see a an embarrassing number or six. We got beat again every weekend. When there's a race, we'll have a chance for you to beat the freaks for a set of general tires. And Bristol, my goodness, I guess I was picking. I guess I was just throwing darts. I came in last with <laughs> 60 points. Uh, stat with Richie? Yeah, Statman had 69. Nice. Uh, Crasher at 74. And Billy with 84. 87. 87. Unbelievable. How many weeks in a row is this now? Is this three weeks in a row that we've lost? I, I'm serious. I've got to call my friends. At, good. I'm headed to Charlotte. <laughs> on Tuesday, and I'm meeting with General Tire on Wednesday. What? See, <laughs> Statman's sucking hind boob with his picks, man. Take Give your uh, take your checkbook so they may want some of that money back. <laughs> 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 to be fair, to be fair, with 19 winners and what 20, 20, 20, 29 races now, 19 winners and 29 races. 
it's really tough to pick this year. So. Thank you. You are right. Right, Richie. And Crash, I'm going to get you on a soapbox here in the 30 seconds we have left. Tyler Reddick got screwed. So it's not your fault that Tyler Reddick blew it for you. Hashtag Reddick got robbed. Reddick got robbed. You actually have a minute, Crash. Go ahead. You want to go? No, I'm just, I I feel like there was a lot that happened last week at RCR. A lot happened last week at RCR. Kyle Busch was announced as oh, taking Tyler Reddick's number eight. Number God, away from I didn't him. even touch on that this show. And he's got his crew chief and he's got his entire crew next year. Reddick, as of right now, is okay with it because he knows he's moving on in 2024. But he still doesn't know what car number he's going to drive next year for Richard Childress. He still doesn't know who his crew chief is going to be. He still doesn't know who's going to change his tires. Maybe uh, Reddick can join the Big Ten in 2024 like UCLA and USC. Richie, you called this, my friend. Congratulations. You called this, buddy. Yes. Let Richie go, Crash. Oh, yeah, go. Oh, well, what did I I call? Did I actually jinx something for once? That Kyle Bush, right as Kyle Bush free agent news came out you said oh he's going to rcr it, no no no. It was like basically right after tyler reddick made his news of leaving the team in 2024 you said well guess what kyle bush is going to go drive over there thank you, you. you nailed hey, it you're welcome the second it happened more freaks next speed freaks motorsports radio redefined freak nation lucas oil lucasoil.com check out the website i've been talking about it for 22 years and as we've done these 22 years they've grown a number of products when i say inside your engine they got it outside your engine outside your car inside your car lucas oil slick mist and tire and trim shine uh, they've have the product to keep your ride on the road looking snappy go to lucasoil.com lucasoil.com got a couple of minutes here actually we don't we got about a minute and a half hey stat man what are you gonna do this week man you're gonna head to a coffee shop shoot the bull talk about uh your uh, mingles being owned to now i'm locked in the house for the next uh two two of the next three days while they repave the street in front of me oh good times Why don't you sit out there on your patio and just cuss at them and just act act drunk and throw? Well, no, I'm going to stand. I plan to stand on the grass in the front yard and yell at them to get off my get off my street. Get off my lawn. Have some white socks and your boxers and like yeah. a schmedium shirt. Exactly. Have a have a plaid shirt, and plaid boxers, and white socks with my sandals. <laughs> just hold the hose in your hand. Gosh, pretend like you're watering the lawn. I can get off oh. my street. <laughs> Man, I would give you a hundred bucks if there was a picture of you doing that. Man, that'd be so awesome. Oh, Richie, we got the Rams taking on uh, my daughter's Cardinals coming up next weekend. Real quick, ten seconds. Rams, Rams four and a half point uh, favorites in that game in Arizona, right? Glendale, right across the street from my house. I will oh, not meanwhile. Meanwhile, our daughter just made Stat a little man, cameo. Shoot the juice to the moose and do what? Cut it loose. See ya, Freak Nation. (laughs) Go get a super license. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.